Hi, I'm Simone W. Johnson-Smith, and welcome to the Immigrant Experience in America. Are you a professional new to the United States and struggling to monetize the expertise you brought across the seas? Are you feeling misunderstood and out of touch because you're struggling to understand the unstated rules of the American culture? Each week, we'll take an in-depth look at the positive contributions immigrants are making to the American culture, marketplace, and life. Our intention is to serve as a bridge from your culture to the American culture, giving you a roadmap of tools and the language to understand the unstated rules of the American culture. Let's get started. Welcome to part two of the previous episode. I like to hear people's stories of how they kind of grow into that because I know some people struggle with, you know, trying to hide who they really are in order to try and blend in or to feel more accepted and so forth. So that's awesome that you actually started verbalizing it and just basically saying, hey, putting it on the table. Because I know the technology space, it's quite different, right, to maneuver. And you're a woman in that space as well, which also brings another level of complexity. And then you're an immigrant woman, right? Yeah. No, I, you know what? It's interesting that you bring that up because when I first arrived in New York and I was exploring my career of options, right? I remember there was a woman who was also an immigrant and she said to me, you know, you'll never make it in technology. Uh, and wow. I was surprised, you know, I was like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, it's like, well, first of all, you're an immigrant. And second of all, you're a woman. And I looked at her and I'm like, in disbelief. I'm like, you know what? This doesn't make sense in my mind. This just doesn't compute. And this woman, by the way, worked for a very, very good company, you know, like one of those top four companies at the time. I was very careful because I'm like, okay, she's got to know something, right? This woman works for a very reputable firm and, uh, you know, and it's someone like me, right? A woman that's immigrant. So she's got to know something. But part of me was saying, no, 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 something it's wrong here. This is not right. And so I said to myself at the time, I said, Cecilia, if you're going to go and make a decision to follow this career path in, in technology, you better be the best that you can be at this, right? And fast forward, I'm not going to lie that from time to time, that thought came to me and say, you know, is it that I am not jumping to the next level because of what that lady told me, you know? And then I'll be like, no, 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 that that can be, right? And, and then I'll think to myself, you know what? If I want to go to that next level and I'm not able to right now, what is it that I'm not doing today or what can I do differently today that's going to help me jump to that next level and by changing that mindset right that mind shift it allowed me to put that negativity to the side and own my own journey own my experience and create my own path wow that's powerful personal responsibility for your own actions and realizing that um, ultimately your dream and of what you wanted to do was in your own hands, right? Absolutely. Um, well, congratulations. So you, you've been, sounds like you've been very successful despite discouraging words from this lady. <laughs> yeah, look, it's hard, right? We often find more naysayers than, you know, supportive people, or at least those are the words that stay in our minds, right? 
And, you know, to all the people and all the, the, the people listening and all the people that want to go to that next level, it's put those thoughts aside, fight for what you believe in, work hard for it, you know, because you'll get there. Just never stop. <laughs> From one immigrant to another, right? Yes. <laughs> Straight, someone who's on the other side might be listening and looking for, might find themselves in the middle of a hard place right now and not, might be thinking, oh, I'm an immigrant, I have an accent, you know, they, you know, I won't be able to achieve this, but, but you have, and several other people that I've interviewed on my podcast here are showing that it is possible for you if you put in the hard work and and work with your mindset, you know, it is possible and possible for immigrant women as well. Absolutely. I get the chills. I have uh, the goosebumps right now as we're talking because I know the struggle. I know it's difficult. I know that we as immigrants experience certain things that other people that are native have lived here their entire life might not, right? I want people to know that you're not alone. There are many people struggling or living experience, similar experiences. So don't feel like you're ever alone in this. Know that many people like us are fighting to be in a better place, uh, in a safer space. There's many people, like I said earlier, that are willing to help. So reach out. Yes, definitely uh, take that personal responsibility to connect and ask questions and get to know people. You'll be surprised. I'm new here to the Atlanta, Georgia area. And then we moved here 2019. COVID happened a year later. Literally, we moved into our home April 2019. COVID happened a year later. And we were literally locked away for the first year in 2019. For the second year, 2020, and I literally went out in 2021. I said, I can't do this. I have to connect. I have to reach out and build a network here. And I started walking around to my in my neighborhood and started knocking on doors, introducing myself. And, you know, I met so many people and several stories I could share with you. Meeting one lady who has lived in this community since the beginning of the development and within a few days of introducing myself and exchanging numbers, she got locked out of her home and she, I was the only person she knew. She's also an immigrant woman. And she said, Simone, had you not come to my door to introduce yourself and tell me where you live and exchange number, I would not know where to go having been locked out of my house by my dog because I didn't know anyone in the neighborhood. And so underlining that point that Cecilia is making, sometimes you have to be that one to step out of your own space, introduce yourself to your neighbors, find out who lives in your neighborhood. And you never know, you might not make friends with everybody, but you might make some very good friends and connections with some of those people in your neighborhood. So, you know, we wanna encourage you, people out there who are listening, you know, get out, you know, it might be scary at first, but, you know, talk to people, build relationships, take that, take that risk because you will earn more. You'll gain more from doing that rather than sitting at home, feeling isolated and kind of, you know, by yourself and locked away from your community that you're coming from. So reach out and, you know, 
you're responsible to build that connection and community for yourself. A lot of times that's the way life is here in the United States. You have to be that person to take that personal responsibility. Nobody's going to do it for you. So do whatever you need to do. I mean, go for a walk, self-care if you need to, but, you know, step out and meet people. You'll be surprised the people who are around you without not even knowing, you know? That's right. And you'll find, you know, and you'll find that people love to learn about other people. It's the social aspect of being a human, you know, share your experiences. You have so much to offer, you know, through your life experience, through your, what you do for a living or, or just your food, right? I mean, I love food and I love hearing about other people's uh, cultures and what is it that they eat and the, you know, how they cook and what they, you know, all that stuff. So definitely don't be afraid, reach out, because there's always going to be somebody there ready to extend their hand. Yes. And I really do believe that sometimes it can be scary because I've been there where, you know, especially in recent times, it can get scary for, for people as immigrants and, and yeah. for certain people of color. And so you don't really know who to approach because you don't know if they're safe. And so nevertheless, you have to try you know, had I not stepped out and, you know, met some of my neighbors today, we've made connections with so many people here in our community, just because my daughter and I went around and knocked on doors and just introduced ourselves. And now we're like the best of friends with some of our neighbors, others, not so much because per perhaps they weren't interested, but we've built some very great relationships just for doing that. So awesome. Thanks for sharing that. We have a new segment in the show called Faux Pas where we'd like to share, you know, anything that our interviewees like to share with our immigrants about what not to do or say, just to be able to, to flourish and to get along with people. Because at times you're coming from different cultures mm -hmm. and things that are culturally acceptable in the country where you're coming from might not be the same here in the United States. Any particular recommendations that you would have to share, Cecilia? I mentioned that earlier, uh, but it's basically, you know, for me is don't say I'm not getting that job, uh, that job or that offer or that position because I'm an immigrant. Instead, ask yourself, what can I do differently to get it? I think for me, I, I just maybe it's the way I was brought up. I just don't believe in blaming others for my misfortunes or my, you know, not being able to get something. And I do believe that every action has its consequences. So, you know, I owe my own decisions and, you know, sometimes I'm just not getting something. So just forget about, you know, even putting that thought in your mind, like, oh, this is why I'm not getting it. Just think about what can I do to achieve it? What can I do differently to get it? Right. The other thing is be authentic and also assimilate. Think of it as a corporate culture, right? Uh, not all companies are the same, right? Some companies look for values, ways of working, beliefs, right? And by beliefs, I don't just mean religion. It could be like, you know, do you believe in innovation, right? You know, that part of the culture. And so I'm simplifying it in this way because it is also relatable, right? So when you think about being authentic, yes, be your own self, but assimilate to the culture because, you know, realize that you're in a new country and the country that's very rich in its own culture as well. And so 
it's you're going to have to balance of being your authentic self and learning the new ways of being. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, those are the two things. My two best advice that I can give anybody that's moving to the United States or maybe have been here for a while and have are struggling a little bit. I think those are the two things that help me get ahead. Right. Awesome. So reframing difficulties, challenges, working on your mindset about how you think about challenges and and difficult things that you have in front of you. Or some people like to say, what's the lesson of the challenges that you have and how can you use that situation to solve a problem? Yeah. Yeah. So I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, I I wanted to share this one story, and I'm sure many immigrants have experienced something similar. But, you know, as immigrants, we don't always get that job that we want. And, uh, you know, I remember one time I was interviewed for this job, and I went through the interview rounds, and people seemed to like me, and I was just like, oh, yeah, and I was so sure to get that job. And when we got to the point where it said, do you have a visa? No, are you are you a citizen? And I said, no, I have a visa. And they were like, sorry, this job is only for citizens. I mean, I cry my eyes out because mm. it was the dream job at that time. I mean, they they were almost ready to hire me. And if it wasn't because of that, you know, that that status, you know, and it was tough. It was hard. But you know what? I'm like, so what? This company has these rules. I bet you there's many other companies that will be willing to hire me. And so I did. I found another job that was willing to hire me. So don't ever give up. There's an abundance of uh, opportunities, right? If one door closes, there are 10 others. (laughs) And particularly in this market, in this job market that we're dealing with here in 2022, there is an abundance of jobs and perhaps you might need to reframe something and uh, come at it with a fresh perspective and try again, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm wondering if there are any particular opportunities that, that's specific to the technology industry and any advice that you would offer for other immigrants who might be trying to make it in the technology space? Like, you know, what are some things that you did to prepare yourself and are scholarship opportunities that might be available that people might be able to tap into? Anything that you may have to share? The advantage of being in technology is that you can do this job from anywhere that you are in the world right? And as companies become more global, they are willing to hire people that are from other countries, right? Uh, Whether you are here physically in the United States or sitting elsewhere in another country, right? So that's the advantage itself. But I think people are looking for this space, are looking for quality, right? You know, people that really knows their stuff. So I would say focus really in the quality of of your service, uh, you know, of 
whatever you do, whether is it in infrastructure or in coding or cybersecurity, you know, focus and being good at what you do, right? And if you're just going through starting that journey, you know, to the beginning of your career studying in school, you know, I would highly encourage doing internships because through internships, you will learn a lot. There's a lot of resources out there. If you're in school, they, they uh, schools typically have like a people that belong to that school to, to find internships. Uh, if you don't have access to that, there, uh, you know, join LinkedIn and there's a lot of people that are looking for help. This is something that it was new to me moving to the United States uh, because I didn't know that that was available when I first moved here. It's the ability of joining companies for an apprentice program or an internship. So like if you're studying, if, if you're new, don't be afraid to do an internship, whether it's paid or not paid, get the experience because by doing those experiences, you get to understand and see firsthand what it's like to work for an American company and learn about that corporate culture. So definitely get hands-on experience. Awesome. Good advice. Thanks for sharing that. Do you offer any particular service outside of your full-time job? I know some of my interviewees have, they do life coaching, have little side gigs that they're working on. Uh, And how do people find your services if you do offer anything that you'd like to share? Uh, I do have a consulting company. It's all in technology, but I do help people that aspire to be in technology, uh, especially younger people that are trying to find their way. So you can look me up on LinkedIn on my profile. If you have any questions, reach out. I am a big advocate for especially young people, young women who are afraid of this technology world because they think that uh, they might think that this is a male's world which is not true so like if anybody that has any doubts you know feel free to ping me on LinkedIn well Cecilia it's been an absolute pleasure hearing your story and getting all the insights from your journey here in the United States Thank you for having me. And, you know, I hope that this anybody, even if one person finds it helpful, you know, I I've done my my job (laughs) to help. Yes. Right. Paying it forward to, you know, some of the folks who may have helped you along your way. This is why this podcast exists. We're building a human library of immigrant stories so others can listen, get find information, be inspired, feel empowered even if it's for another day to make it to, to find hope for their next step. Because I know that this journey as an immigrant can be so difficult at times for some particular sections of society. And so we just want to be able to provide some help as best as we can. So we hope it finds the right ears. Yes. And thank you so much for putting this podcast together because so many people need it. And so we need people like you to gather these thoughts. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Cecilia. It's been our pleasure listening to your story and we wish you the very best. Thank you. Tune in next week for another episode of The Immigrant Experience in America. As this is a new podcast, we welcome any and all support. 
If you have not done so already, subscribe on the Apple Podcast app, Google Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. You can also support us by completing a five-star rating and review and sharing our podcast with your friends, family, and circle of influence.